Hey now, hey now, welcome to an all new You Need a Horror Podcast. All new. All new. That's right. All Halloween new. too. No, I can't help but think <laughs> about that every time. Uh, before we just dive into the show tonight, uh, I am really thrilled, excited, and happy to have uh, one of my bandmates, one of my dear friends, Tommy McDaniel, making his way back onto the CHA show in a while. Tommy. Hey, how's it going, man? Yes. Finally back. Do you want to tell people do you want you don't have to you don't have to get too personal, but do you just want to tell people in a nutshell what happened? Um I don't know how it happened. I ended up with a herniated disc that basically I woke up Christmas Eve and I was unable to walk. I uh, Went to the hospital. I had back surgery, spent a month in the hospital in New Orleans doing rehab and uh, wasn't able to walk uh, at all for about three months. Um, Now I'm back to where I can walk some. I'm getting there. Hopefully I'll make a full recovery. But, you know, it's just been it's been one of those years, you know, so. That's what I've been dealing yeah. with for the past year and stuff. We're, I know I'm it's, I'm so proud and happy to see you getting back, you know, back into the swing of things. We were all pulling for you, man. It was scary Appreciate shit. It. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, just wake up and not be able to move your legs. And everybody's like, what happened to you? And, you know, they expect this story of some kind of accident, but it, it was nothing like that. I mean, you know, I've been having issues with my legs where my leg right. was weak, you know, times when I had even come over there to do, you know, podcast or uh, do episodes of Christian and horror. And uh, yeah, just one of those things ended up in this, yeah. you know, having surgery Christmas day. So, but well, yeah. How, what do you say? We, what do you say we get back to normal life, Tommy? Talk yeah, about that some sounds horror films. great to me. Sounds good. Well, good deal, yeah. Tommy. We're glad to have you. This is a great episode for you to jump back in with us. And of course, my co-host, Nick, Nick, you're in a different room every time we do this show. Uh, not always, but you know, usually if it's Thursday night, I'm in uh, I'm in my bedroom because you know I don't want to just inconvenience my brother in my house to use my guest room. But <laughs> it looks like you just came out the closet based on uh, uh, what's behind yeah. you. Yeah, well, you know, um, <laughs> no pun intended. No, um, yeah, that's actually that's my bedroom closet. Uh, there, it's it's a mess in there. But yeah, this is my wife's, so, but this is clothes because hers is actually organized, but mine's not. So yeah, no, I'm I'm chilling in here, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to go. All right, now before we get going, Tommy, what yes. state do you live in? <clears throat> Louisiana. Are you are you loud and proud, Louisiana? Absolutely. Oh god. I mean, what hat? You know, what hat is he wearing, Nick? I just wonder. Just Nick. I'm just wondering. What hat is he wearing? That's a New Orleans Saints hat. <laughs> okay, so two and two is four, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me ask you something. What state are you from? Uh, I'm in Ohio. What football team you love? The Pittsburgh Steelers. What went wrong? Uh, well, that's funny. I get this question a lot. Basically, long story short, my mom met a dude when I was seven, uh, and he was this from is, Pittsburgh. This is how this story started. Yeah, yeah, and he was from <laughs> he was from Pittsburgh, and uh, he just ever since I was a little kid, I didn't even care about sports when I was like seven years old. And, you know, he raised us to be Steelers fans. They got married and that was just kind of the way of life in our house. So even when they eventually split up years down the road, I just stayed a Steelers fan. And, uh, you know, today I, 
put my wife through the ringer and, you know, anybody in my life through the ringer with a bunch <laughs> of, uh, you know, very passionate football talk. Uh, I mean, if I could pick up, I mean, I guess I could really quick cause I'm using my phone. This is just for all of you. Um, there's probably yeah. like, Oh, I see Steelers jerseys everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There's probably about 15 jerseys in there. Um, Jesus I've all, I've also got like limited edition beer cans. I have a 1974 Super Bowl champions beer can like from 74. Like I got a bunch of cool shit in there. So yeah, uh, just the way of life, man. Last 20 years, I, I, I couldn't help it. It was forced on me. So, you know, I, I, and I could be an adult right now and we can move on, but, um, I'm not I hope the Bengals get absolutely annihilated in the Super no, no, no. Bowl. Uh, well, hold saying. on. Like a, we'll get, to, I'm not there yet. We're going to get to that. Yeah. Okay. Like I was saying, I could be an adult and we can move on, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Do you have any comment on the allegations against Ben Roethlisberger? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> guys, this was 12 years ago. I was to say, which, there, which there was <laughs> nothing, material, nothing materialized over it. People, I, I don't want to get, I get really passionate about this because he was my dude. Like that was my quarterback from when I started watching the team. So I loved that guy. I, I actually went to Heinz field for his last game in December. Wow. I was there at his last home game and it was insane. I cried grown man tears, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's my guy, but. Um, no, I mean, not, nothing came out of it. That's, that's what I'm saying. He was never, he never got in any trouble about it. It, there was, there was some fishy shit. If you actually look into it, I guess the woman had been like emailing her best friend and saying she was going to move to Pittsburgh and marry him and have his babies and become Mrs. Roethlisberger. So it seemed more like she was like obsessed with him and he had just won a Super Bowl, So he was kind of on top of the world happens a lot. In sports, we've seen it with, I mean, and there's no excuse if somebody actually does something that's fucked up. But uh, when there's nothing there and there, you know, it just seems kind of fishy. I don't know. I don't really hold it against. He's, he's, you know what, Christian, you're going to, I'm not, I don't want to keep going on this, but uh, I, 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 I am, uh, I, I love my guy. Uh, he's a dad of three now. He's married. He just retired like a week ago. Leave me the hell alone. Okay. I just, I, I, okay. Now, now I know you're a real, uh, Pittsburgh fan, because you uh you didn't you didn't dodge the question. I'm very proud of you. So let me, like, but, why can I say though, as a Saints fan, we just had our running back beat somebody up and put him in the hospital over an elevator. So I mean, yeah, that was crazy it. to see. <laughs> yeah. Kamara's a great player too. So right? Was, yeah, I did not see that coming at all. But and he's always seemed like a great guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, what do you know? Yeah, I mean. I'll never shy away from the question, Christian, but I have actually gotten into like very spirited, angry, sh- like shouting matches over it. I'm, I bet you have. Yeah. You know, yeah, it means a lot. I got a Steelers tattoo on my shoulder. It was my first tattoo I ever got. So, you know, well, it runs, I, it runs deep. I respect that. I really do. I'm a Chicago fan. I, I'm a Bears fan. I like the Blackhawks. If you ask me why, I can't give you an answer. Maybe you can understand this. You ever just identify with a city? Oh yeah, team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a I'm a Bears guy. I'm a Cubs fan. I uh I love the Blackhawks. You know that's just my thing. My wife loves hockey. She watches hockey religiously. You know, uh. So naturally, when I when when she got me into it, I was like, well, we're gonna we're gonna cheer for the Blackhawks, right? She goes, absolutely. She likes them, and she likes uh Tennessee, that team from Tennessee. And yeah. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. The hockey team, uh, the Tennessee oh, uh, uh, National Predators. National Predators. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a uh, Penguins fan. 
because those kind of go hand in hand. The Steelers. Hey, is that Sidney Crosby? Is that Sidney Crosby? Yep. The Penguins, best yep. hockey player in the world. He is yep. such a villain. I love Sidney Crosby. Love My wife Sydney, hates yeah. Sidney Crosby. Sid's great. I love Sidney Crosby. Okay, now last question before we get going, because I know Tommy's like, let's get this shit on. Like, <laughs> why the hate for the Bengals? Why, 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 why you gotta? Why? What's what's with the nope. disrespect? What's with the no. disrespect? I, I I will keep this short and sweet for you. Yeah, they're a division rival, um, so I never want to see them succeed, but it's deeper than that. Uh, for years, uh, the way their fans and uh, some of those players have treated our players and our fan base has just been downright disgusting. Uh, and the, uh, the, the cherry on top of it was in 2016, we played a playoff game in Cincinnati. Um, our quarterback, Ben, got hurt. Um, he separated his shoulder in the fourth quarter and the, the uh, stadium was cheering, uh, when he was injured and they had to get him on a cart to get off. And when they were carting him off along the sideline, fans were throwing full beer cans all down on him and trash on him. Why? They never did anything except own their team for 20 years. So they just didn't like the guy cause he always beat him. So they had to act like a bunch of classless douchebags. So from that point forward, I was like, I hope you guys never, ever see success ever. Uh, it, it's they're, they're there for our entertainment, man, to, 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 you know, cheer for somebody to get hurt when they're putting their body on the line for your enjoyment and then try to cause them physical pain just because I, I don't know why. Like, that's just that's that's beyond the pale. That stuff just pisses me off. Like, act like an adult. I mean, you know, so. <sighs> There's just a lot of bad blood there. They injured a lot of our players uh, intentionally. They used to have a guy named Vontez Perfect. If you watch football, you knew who Vontez Perfect was. He was a piece of shit that was a headhunter that took out our three star players in one year. One year. He took out three of them. So, yeah. Some people say, like, that's kind of what happened to Antonio Brown was that hit. It just messed with his head so much. It totally changed his personality. I know. Yeah. Christian, you're not a football fan. Just type in on YouTube one night, Antonio Brown, Vontez perfect. And watch okay. our, our receiver get knocked clean out. Eyes roll back in his head. Unconscious. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is yeah. rough. Man. Now, it's, now, it's now, now, Tommy, being a Saints fan, you went through uh you were, a, you were an advocate and a supporter of the, the bounty. Correct. <laughs> so you can appreciate so you can devil's advocate for, for nick you can appreciate a little bit of spirited you know fanship yeah. right a couple beer uh-huh. bottles you know you can appreciate that right the the yeah we won't talk about bounty gate <laughs> it's in the funny past, thing right? about bounty gate <laughs> is so many teams have done that the saints just got caught that's right. It. Like exactly. people wanted to scapegoat them as like look how dirty they're no every everybody does it exactly <laughs> Everybody has done it. They just got caught. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, I, don't, I think the Saints are – I've always liked the Saints. I love Drew Brees as a person and as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Sean Payton was a hell of a coach. I've never found myself not rooting for the Saints. I actually wanted them to win the Super Bowl in, in Brees' last year. Um, Me too. Which was – yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've always liked them. I like them and I like the Lions just because I like to root for yeah. the underdog, man. The Lions mm-hmm. always suck, so I just like to see him do well. Like, come on, like be good yeah. for once. Well, so. Nick, I know, I know, Tommy can attest to this. I, I speak from living it. After Jim Hazlitt and Aaron Brooks, you could have put a KFC line cook in charge of that football team, and it would it, I would have been a bigger fan of it. I mean, those guys were terrible. Hazlitt and Aaron, Aaron Brooks is the worst quarterback in NFL history. Besides the Cajun <laughs> dummy, besides yeah. the Cajun dummy, am I right, Tommy? I mean, he's one of the worst. He's, he, yeah, I mean, he's in a line of 
bad Saints quarterbacks, but Saints yeah. has, Saints have had some of the worst quarterbacks. Yeah, but in hey, NFL man, they, history, with with the help of Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees and everything, they pulled themselves out of that you know quote unquote yeah. poverty franchise that people used to call them, and they became like a perennial playoff contender every year. Without so question, like you know, Drew Brees is the for, real good deal. For them. Yeah, Drew Brees is the real deal. Uh, my dad gets mm. mad at me all the time because I'm like, Dad, Drew Brees is great, but he ain't no Tom Brady. Bullshit, uh, Bubba. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, well, hey, oh, he was. Nobody, nobody will count- ever be Tom Brady, unfortunately. But yeah, I hate the guy. You know, respected yeah. Brady. He retired. What a hell of a career, man. Hell yeah, of a career yeah. He decided to retire, announce his retirement a week after Ben. That way, it couldn't all be about Ben. That way, in five years, when they're both eligible for the Hall um, of Fame. They'll both get in, but it'll be all about Brady because, oh, yeah, Brady. Brady. Come on, Nick. I'll give a shit. On. He could have played another year, Christian. He was at the top of his game this year. Brady <laughs> did not decline. He could have played another year. I agree, and he was 44 years old. Can you imagine yeah. that? A 44, no. Nick, Tommy, what the hell's going on? A 44-year-old quarterback. <laughs> ben was 39, and he looked like a corpse. I mean, Breeze right. in his last season didn't look good. Like Usually when you hit 40, you're done, man. You're done. You cannot <laughs> do it anymore, but Brady – Sold his soul or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, you saw that you saw that show on Netflix where they with uh what's his never mind. I don't want to get into it. He was on a Netflix yeah. show yeah. where he kills himself and it's a it's a, co- a copycat Tom Brady. Anyway, <laughs> you need a horror get, podcast. Yeah, let's let let's get the show on the road. This is why you can't wear football hats on this show, Tommy. See what happens. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> All right, so Tommy, and, and for anybody listening, last week's show we took the franchise face-off, which was uh, a popular series on the show, and we decided to bring it to the poster edition because, if you guys know, I'm a huge fan of the horror movie poster. I think it's one of the most incremental parts poster. of horror fandom. And last week we did Halloween versus Friday the 13th. It was well-received, and people, I mean, Nick, they wanted more. How so guess what it? we're giving them? Mo. Something giving them totally more. different. So what we're doing this week, Tommy, is another franchise face-off between two juggernaut franchises, but this is the poster edition. So we're not ranking the film, which film was better. We've done that, but we're doing the posters, which is one of the uh, things the fans want. So today we're doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise versus the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise poster edition. And here's the beauty of it, Tommy. Here's the beauty of it. What what does it mean when there's three of us, Nick? It's a tiebreaker. Yes. Yes, yeah. we can have a definitive winner or we can all be in agreement or all you know, it's this is this is exciting. This is gonna create some it's gonna create some spice, you know. They the people don't like hearing us talk anymore. So it's you know nice <laughs> to have a guest on here to kind of alleviate some of that. By the way, I listened to our podcast back the other day on Apple Podcasts. I'm like, do I really talk as much as it seems? I feel like I talk too much. Well, when you're into the topic, Nick, you roll. But that's what I want. I don't want to talk the whole time. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I got you. I just, you know, sometimes I want to be like, shut up. I want to be like, you know, mid 2000s Howard Stern. I just want to have the show and everybody else talk. (laughs) Everybody else. (laughs) Does that that make us the whack pack? If you're the Howard Stern. (laughs) Which whack whack pack member do you want to be, Tommy? You want to be Beetlejuice? Uh, Beetlejuice was the best whack packer. Yeah. All right. So, Tommy, on the screen now, you can see right now, we're going to do Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre, the original, versus 1984's A Nightmare on Elm Street. So, right now, we're going to look at the Texas Chainsaw poster, and uh, you should be very familiar with this classic image. Right. A big white poster, who will survive? 
and what will be left of them? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We got a shot of Leatherface with his chainsaw and one of the victims from the movie On the Hook, one of the most infamous scenes in the film. A film that people back in the day, Tommy, thought that they saw a bloodbath, but what was the irony in that? There was hardly any blood at all. Exactly. So now that we've got a good look at this poster, sit on that for a second, and we're going to swap over to A Nightmare on Elm Street. Original theatrical poster. Oh, look at this, Tommy. The original poster for A Nightmare on Elm Street. If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. A classic image of what's supposed to be Nancy, a fairly decent resemblance of Heather. Uh, Classic A Nightmare on Elm Street logo, which has become synonymous with horror itself. The classic images of Freddy, his eyes, and the the glove above her face. Tommy, you're the guest. You have got to pick first. Which poster is the better poster? If you need me to pull up the other one, let just oh, let no. me know. No, this one's pretty simple. Uh, as amazing as that Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster is, I mean, these Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street posters, this one, we'll start with this one. I mean, it's so unique. It's such a unique style. I mean, it's such a brave uh, poster because you can't you can't really tell a whole lot I mean, of course, you got, you know, the claws and but I don't know. It's just this one does it for me. So Nightmare on Elm Street, definitely hands down. Wow. Easy decision from Tommy. Easy. Yeah. You know, Nick, with you, I'm not really sure where you're going to go. Can I keep you last for the for for this? Yeah, for sure. You know, Tommy, I'm hearing everything you're saying and uh, you're swaying me hard towards the Elm Street. But I do love that classic just boldness of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's so that poster is telling you, guess what? Better put your seatbelt on for this movie. And imagine seeing that in the 70s. Just walking Mm. by and seeing that chainsaw poster. Even though I picked Nightmare, but just thinking about that. So, Yeah. Tommy, I uh, you've spoken eloquently. And you've uh, presented your case well on Elm Street. And you're swaying me to pick Elm Street. So I'm picking a nightmare on Elm Street as the better poster Hmm. between the first two original classics. Although, Tommy, not that this is about the movies, but I think you agree. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the greatest horror films, in my opinion, the greatest horror film ever made. But this is the poster edition. So... Nick, you want to you want to round us out on here? You're going to be a little bit of on the opposition. I don't know where you're going. Well, I thought Christian was going the other way for sure. Uh, and to one of the points that Tommy made um, about the nightmare posters, just there's there's so many good nightmare posters. I mean, mm-hmm. especially the first six posters, they're just they're awesome. Um, is all the more reason why I'm going Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and there's a reason for that. Um, I have always felt like a Nightmare on Elm Street's poster in the top half of it is a little busy. It's a little busy. It can be a little distracting. Um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster simply for the simplicity of it and that tagline. That tagline is 
as macabre as it gets. Um, it's not just about who will survive, what will be left of them. And then you right. see a dude with a chainsaw and there's a tie in the title. It's massacre. So immediately you think this is going to be messed up. So um, they're both great posters. I mean, they really are. Um, I guess I just prefer the, uh, the simplicity of this one and the message it sends. So TCM. Wow. Damn it, Nick. I respect it. <laughs> you know, obviously this is an opinion based episode, like every episode, quite frankly, but, uh, you know, it's there is truly no wrong answer. Here. You know, one right. cool thing I can say about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster. I have a mini right there. And I'll say this, Tommy, I don't know if you've seen pictures of the horror room lately. I'm sure you have. I have a shrine of Elm Street over here and I have right. the first six posters, 27 by 40 blown up on the wall. And that original Elm Street poster right there is beautiful. I mean, it is one of the most gorgeous images ever. But uh, the cool thing about the Texas poster, Nick, can you imagine if you could see an original of one of those posters today? That white has probably faded into like a, you like that Super Nintendo creamy color when they, oh, you know, yeah, those, yeah. That, yep. that, that really cool like fading of a poster like that. I bet you an original, if you could see one today, probably looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would go, it would work well with the theme too. You know, an aged poster for that would just look so cool. So, yeah, man, I, I, I thought it was going to be two to one, uh, but it's, uh, it is two to one in the opposite direction. So, yeah. And talking about right. it, I'm kind of like, because uh, <laughs> some of the things you said, I was like, that is true, but I'll stick with yeah. it, man. Hey, go with your, go with your gut, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, think about this, Tommy. Answer your question this way. This is the way I, I do it, which is really not fair with this episode, but I'm I'm being as subjective as, as I possibly can. When you look at these posters, say to yourself, which one would I put want to put on my wall right now between these two? Let that be the deciding factor for your answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been tough on that one because I want them both. So I don't know. I don't know if there's one. I don't know. That's a tough one for that one. I yeah, well, Nick, let me, let me, Nick, I'm going to let you make the deciding factor for this. It may matter to you. It may not matter. So for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and then we'll go to Tommy and let him pick first. I'll let you pick last on every one of these, Nick. Okay. So for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, the image you're seeing right now is the infamous Breakfast Club poster, which is the design that Toby swapped to during its promotional run because he thought it would be more beneficial for promotion. This right here is the actual original poster. I mean, Nick, what do you think we should go with? Because they're both official, but one breakfast club. The, you want to go with the breakfast club? Okay. That's I think so that's the with, image most people think of. I would totally agree with that. But I wanted you to be able to make that decision. Yeah. So in yeah. case people get pissed off, they'll be mad at you and not cool. me. Hell yeah. Tommy, get a yes. good look at this. I'm sure you're very familiar with the infamous after a decade of silence. The buzz is back. Breakfast Club. Tommy, when's the first time you see this poster? Is it the VHS back in, back in the day on the show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you take away from an image like this? <sighs> to be honest, like I was real young and I don't even know if I'd seen the first one yet. But you see it and. You think it's kind of goofy, <clears throat> not in a great way. As much as I love the poster now, back then, you know, it. Oh shit, we lost Tommy. Rip. Nick? Yeah. We'll move on to you. We'll move on to you and see if Tommy hops back on. 
Okay. Let's look at uh, now that we've got a we've we're very familiar. This yes. poster. So let's look at a nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Part two, original theatrical poster. God damn! Look at that thing. Nick, I've never heard you comment on this poster much before. <laughs> it's that's funny. Uh, because this is one of my favorite nightmare posters. Um, it, I, I love this poster, even just the minute details that are in the background. Um, I think that actually might be one of my favorite parts of this poster. Um, I, do you want me to pick right now? Yeah. Are you, yeah, you pick. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, it's, I'm it's, close to a decision. It's nightmare two. Uh, it's nightmare two. I don't even think Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2's poster is completely relevant for for what the movie is and and it works and it's not a bad poster at all but I think this poster leaves you with something that that poster doesn't. This poster is like uh-oh. Like I mean just a tagline, you know, the man, the of, man your, of your dreams, your dreams is, back. is back. Like yeah, like oh shit. Yeah, it's nightmare two for me. Yeah, I love this poster a lot. There, you know, I it's I feel like this poster is pretty damn creepy, and it's pretty close to what the actual tone of the movie is. And one of the things I always love, we got Tommy back. Yeah one one of the things I, I love, know. Tommy. We're just it's all good. We're commenting on part two's poster. One of the okay. things I loved about this poster was the inclusion of the the, the maniacal bird. Because in the film, as we know, the bird goes haywire in the living room. And the lightning and the tagline, the man of your dreams is back. Uh, and there's something just very provocative about the poster that I love. That, and that's what the film truly is in its, in its deepest core. So I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 poster. I love this poster. Before I give my answer, let's go back to Tommy McDaniel. Tommy, we've okay. we, you were talking about the tel- you're talking about the Texas Two poster. You're looking at the Elm Street Part Two poster. What are your thoughts looking at this right now? Thinking about it as a kid, seeing it, it it's super creepy. Even if you don't know anything about Nightmare on Elm Street, which besides the you know the claws. It doesn't tell you a whole lot, and that's what I kind of like about these posters, you know, especially the the first two. But uh, it's it's insane. I mean, like you said, the bird, and I mean, it's I love it. That it would be my pick. I mean, I love the uh, Breakfast Club. I, I don't know, but I have to go with Nightmare Two. I think mm. overall as the poster. Oh yeah, good choice. Uh, Is it a clean sweep, Christian? Well, I hate to be the voice the voice of contention, and I'm not going to be because I am also picking the best. And, and, and Tommy, I have no problem saying this. In my opinion, the best goddamn Elm Street film in the series, A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Am I am I out of line for saying that, Tommy? I think Part Two is the best one. I wouldn't agree, but I mean, a lot of people. Some people think that you're. Are you? The, are you, are, you think the first one's? You sure you think the first one's probably the best, right? Or the third one? Uh, no, probably the third one for me. You know, I know that's kind of everybody's. You know, first or third, but I like four and five. 
you know, which they they can get can be kind of corny at times, but in a great great way. And I love those two, but I love them all. I, I love two. It's just not my favorite. So which one was your favorite? I'm sorry, I think we lost you for just a second. Oh, he uh, said three. Yeah, three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would. That's my. That's my second favorite. I'm a part two guy. I think Freddie was never scarier, Tommy. I yeah, no terrifying. doubt. As far as like as scary as he was, yeah, absolutely too. No doubt. I, I I totally agree with that. All right, so we got a clean sweep, Nick. Clean sweep for Elm Street Part Two. Moving uh, on. This this one's pretty easy. <laughs> if I'm being totally yeah. honest, this next one's pretty easy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah, Christian, you know Christian. Christian's gonna try to be the voice of dissent for like two <laughs> minutes before he just ends up agreeing right, anyway. Yeah. But yeah. All right, guys. Right here we have two nineteen ninety, excuse me. I don't know what I was about to say. Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, original theatrical poster. The terror begins the second it starts. I mean, look at that thing. Tommy, what, what do you think about that? The saw. If there's anything that that makes it a great poster, it's it's the saw. I will definitely say that. And that's about all I will say. That's the, all you'll uh, say. The red yeah. the red lighting in the back is cool. I like the, yeah. the red hues yeah, there. I agree. But yeah, I agree. That's that's pretty much all I take away from that poster, you know. All right, well, let's move on. Yeah, Dream Warriors. The Dream Warriors poster. Tommy, what do you what do we think about that? It's one of the greatest. If you talk about some of the greatest horror movie posters, I think it's on the list. Um, it's amazing. It tells you about the movie, but. It doesn't spoil it or anything. It's, I mean, it's an amazing poster. Mm-hmm. And it looks great blowing up, man. It's right over there in the wall. If you think you're ready for Freddy, think again. Tommy, you know these shirts are at Walmart right now, too. They got oh, really? Dream Warrior shirts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I'll get you one. They, they may not be in our local store. Not that I you want know, to say where we live on the internet, but yeah. I'll get you one. I'll get you one. You got I don't. Dream I, Warrior shirt. Yeah. Well, Christian didn't get me the Halloween one. You know, so I'll get you a Halloween one. I saw some today. I saw one the other day, actually, when I was at Walmart. I'm going to pick it up. Purple. I just wanted to give you shit. Yeah. Purple one. He's quick. He quick story. He buys two. He sends me a message of how he bought two. I said, oh, am am I like picking up what you're putting down? He's like, yeah, for sure. I was like, "Okay, cool. He's going to send me one. And I was like, all right, cool. Do you want me to just like send you the money? He was like, oh, no, the other one's for Sydney. What? What? I thought you were leaning another way with that. I had no I love, idea. Those purple Halloween shirts are amazing. I have a bunch of them. I get big ones for sleep tees and stuff like that. It's a very comfortable shirt. I love, I, and it's purple. Are you kidding me? Yeah, purple. G- guys, can I, can I go first on this? Go. Do it. Sure. Uh, I hear you guys. I totally respect that y'all think that the Dream Warriors poster is amazing. I wouldn't even begin to deny it. Leatherface is my absolute favorite Texas Chainsaw poster in the franchise. That is the most, to me, that is the most heavy metal looking poster I have ever seen. I've got a big one right up there 
And whenever I turn the lights off and hit it with some some side lighting, it's the scariest goddamn looking poster I've ever seen. I'm going with Leatherface on this one. I think it's one of the coolest, most heavy metal posters ever made. Uh, it's a hard pick. I love the Dream Warriors poster. It's not my favorite in the series, but uh, great poster. But I, I don't know, guys. I, I think some of the chat might agree with me on this when they see this, but I think that the Leatherface poster is fucking awesome. I don't know. You guys are throwing me off with this one. <laughs> no, I think it's more just in comparison for me. It's not a bad poster, but I just right, think Dream yeah, Warriors poster yeah. kicks freaking ass. So I'm going Dream Warriors. Yeah, same here. Dream Warriors. It's, it, yeah. It's it's great. Don't get me wrong. I love it, man. I really love the Dream Warriors yeah, poster. Don't you try to backtrack now, Christian. You already <laughs> made your bed. My oh my my bed's made, and I'm I'm proud to pick Le, dude Leatherface's poster. I'm telling you, I have it blown up, and it is so heavy metal. It is the movies, of course. The Dream Warriors. It's it's Juggernaut, one of the greatest from the decade. Damn it, I love that Leatherface poster. Something fierce, man. I just love it. It's so heavy metal to me. So. Yeah, it's an easy pick for me. It's an easy pick for me. Uh, we're going, we're going Leatherface. So no I think that's sweet. my first. Yeah, I think that's my first uh, TCM pick. Tommy's got the train. That old train, man. I, I miss hearing that train. Yeah. All right. Well, it's spooky. That's adding some mood. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Here we go. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next. Generation original uh, theatrical uh, poster. Tommy, what are we about to see right now? Holy crap! Look at that, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. How familiar <laughs> are you with this film, Tommy? Um, I'm pretty familiar. I've seen it a handful of times. Um, I rented it at our local video store, and I think uh, we had the. I think the video had the uh, the poster with the uh, or the cover with like the chainsaw as the lipstick. Right. I think much I could better be wrong, poster. Much better. Yeah, poster. I agree. But yeah, that it's, one right uh, there, Tommy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this right here is this right here is categorized as the original theatrical poster that we're looking at. Right. And it. Uh, no comment, Tommy. You just kind of soaking it in right now, thinking about I mean, it. It's. It's not bad. I think it fits perfectly fits the movie, you know, no doubt about that. All right, Tommy. Definitely we'll does. Sit on that for a second. How about this, man? How about this? A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. The Dream Master. Terror beyond your wildest dreams. Look at that thing. I mean, does it get much better than that? Yeah, it does. <laughs> what do you think tommy i think i mean all of these are, are great posters i don't like this one as much as uh three or some of the others but it's still just the fact that they they went with all of these posters something so kind of almost abstract you know right. what i mean right uh, is is really cool and i think that's why i love all of them but as far as my favorite, uh, it's obviously going to be this one because, I mean, come on. It's more going on for you in this one, right? Yeah. I would have to agree. The only thing about this poster I'm not a big fan of is the uh, the, the eyes. I think that's supposed to be Alice's eyes. Oh, these? Get, the, 
Yeah, get rid of those. And I really like this poster. Again, it looks really cool blown up. I've got it on the wall, and it's really cool looking. Uh, I like how they've got all the information down there between the the, the, the cuts in the ground from the blades and everything. And uh, It's not the best in the series, but I do love the look of Freddy up there. They always love doing this thing on the posters where the, the artist gave Freddy like one big cybernetic-looking creepy eye on all right, the posters. Yeah. They do something interesting. You know, in part three, his right eye is really big. In part two, one of the eyes is is big on the reflection of Jesse. Part one, not so much. The left eye is bigger and more distressed. But you would start to see that would become a thing with all these posters. And uh, the artist's name slips me, but I see that it looks like his first name is Matthew. I see a signature on the poster for part two. Lovely artist. Uh, this is a good one to me. I'm a fan of uh, the part four poster. Big fan of the film now. It's one of my top my favorites in the series uh but yeah i'm gonna go with part four on this one nick what about you um the dream master isn't one of my favorite posters uh in this franchise uh it's not bad uh there but there definitely is more going on in it than in the next generation's poster i'm gonna go with the dream master but i will say that if we if the original was the lipstick chainsaw i would have picked that um not a big fan of this movie at all, but for what the movie is, that says a lot. Um, right. and I just, I really like the symbolism in that. So if it would have been that I would have gone TCM, but that's not the original. So got to play by the rules. And so I'm going to go dream master. You know, I probably agree with you on that too. I really like the, uh, the lipstick poster. Yeah, it's, it's less. Just, it's, it's way so, more <laughs> subtle, and and yeah. just the other one. It's literally just Leatherface and drag on the cover. Uh, but this one's like this one. Ooh, this seems a little different. What is this about? You know, the lipstick right. chainsaw. Really cool touch. Really cool touch. So, so. that uh, that VHS copy that you have, Christian, where did you get that from? Uh, the rental store thirty miles from us, and and the bigger uh, gotcha. you know talking about i'm mm-hmm. trying yeah i'm trying to avoid there's creeps out there but i bought it from there and the cool thing is one side of it is the poster and the other side is the lipstick gotcha and uh i was this, curious if you had gotten it from the uh the rental store in town that closed down no no i hadn't gotcha. i had but uh yeah cool movie i'm a big fan of the next gen uh, mcconaughey is the man in it but <laughs> All right, this is where it's going to get a little bit interesting. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 2003, correct, Nicholas? Yes, sir. Original theatrical poster. Let's see what we're working with, Tommy, because I don't I don't really know what the hell we're looking at here. Let's see. Let's get a good image of this. All right, there it is. Yep. Kind of a dark, dim poster. Mm-hmm. What are we looking at here, Tommy? Um, we're looking at the early 2000s horror movie posters. I mean, definitely you're not looking at the same kind of thing that you get from 80s uh, horror movie posters, you know, or even some of the 90s. It's more subdued in a lot of ways. You don't see the kind of hand painted stuff, but it's more, I think, trying to more mystery, I guess. But uh, I mean, it's a cool poster for what it is. Uh, and for what they were trying to do, the kind of different, you know, Leatherface that's uh, not as 
goofy, I guess. As some yeah. as the last couple of uh, movies, which you know it was good. Some people liked it, some people didn't. But uh, as far as the poster, I do like it. I like it a lot. But okay, you know what it's going up against. You're going up against something from you know the from a different time. <laughs> yeah, say what you will about the Dream Child. This poster, though, Whew. right? It's very, very unique. You yeah. know, Nick, it's funny. I think I used to say that I wasn't a big fan of this one. And then, because uh, I have, Tommy, you're probably familiar. You've seen it. You've been in here. You've seen my right. video store, part five. It's a beautiful, big blue poster with Freddy over the cradle with his hand over his mouth, you know, making the shh face. And I love that. That's my favorite poster. But I also have this poster as well. And I uh, hung it up. In, in the horror room too. Nick, I, I think this is a probably a better poster than four. 1,000% in my opinion. <laughs> well, talk, tell me about yeah. it, Nick. What it's do you like about focused. this? It's just not as busy. Like, look, if you look at the poster, it's very straightforward. You have Freddy's face. You have the glove holding the cradle. Like, it's, it's very straightforward. It tells you what – it gives you a nice tease for what the movie's about. It doesn't seem too busy or, like, there's too much going on in it. And it's the undertones of the colors that I love, especially in the top half of the poster with the, the reds and the blues and the, like, kind of, like, almost violet dark tones. Like, I love the mixture of colors in the top half of that poster. So – I just think it's a lot more concentrated. It's a lot more, uh, it's very vibrant. It's, it's very vibrant. Everything stands out. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably no surprise with what I'm talking about that I'm going to pick this poster. Absolutely. It, like Tommy said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's poster is not a bad poster, but it fall. It's dated. It's dated because that's what all of those posters looked like in the late nineties, early two thousands. Put the, we were talking about this with Halloween put the face of the protagonist or, uh, or the antagonist on the poster, put the title and a little tagline. And it's just like, cool, but I mean, look at this shit. Look at the originality right. in this damn poster. Look at the color in this poster. Like, yeah, I'm going dream. I'm going dream child. Yeah. It looks good, man. I'm looking at my actual one right there. And, uh, you know, I tell you, man, what I think is cool, Nick, Nick or Tommy, both of y'all, y'all comment on this, if you will. The name of the movie is The Dream Child. Do you think that it was somewhat of a symbol, symbolic thing to make the background space and the clouds because of like it's supposed to symbolize a dreamlike atmosphere, you know, that kind of thing? Do you think that's what the artist was going for? I think I'm sure, so. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. There's definitely a symbolism in that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, because yeah, what do you, what do people say all the time? You know, like your head's in the clouds, like, you know, when, right. when people are, you, when you're dreamy or you're tired or, you know, you're, you, yeah, yeah. I definitely think there's symbolism there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This poster's really grown on me again. This, po I still fucking love the VHS store movie rental poster. It's so awesome. And Freddie's sweater isn't even red and green. It's like red and yellow because of the weird lighting that hits him whenever he did this photo shoot. And the cradle is massive on the poster. But this one... Nick, is this top three Elm Street posters to you? Um, You want to think about it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't have... Yeah. Yeah, it is. So Tommy, Tommy, safe to say you're you're going Elm Street on this, right? Yeah, no doubt, absolutely. 
I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> you guys know I'm bullshitting. It's a clean sweep for the dream child here. I mean, it's a yeah beautifully clean sweep for the dream child. This one's uh, for you, Amanda. Which is this awesome. This is great for me. I love seeing Elm Street come out ahead. Uh, let's see right here. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> this one's going to be Tommy, interesting, Christian. Tommy, this is my, just for the record, Tommy, this is my third favorite in the series right here. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. I'm a big fan of the beginning. Original. <clears throat> I am too. Uh, I think I actually, I like it better than the, uh, the first uh, remake. Me but, too. Yeah. Look at that. Look now, Tommy, at that fucking thing. I mean, Nick, listen to me, Nick. I mean, step improvement from the previous entries poster, right? Yeah. Are you not a fan of this one? Are you talking to me, Nick? I think I lost you, buddy. So, Tommy, we'll go. We'll let Nick just get situated. Yeah. You right. you like you like this poster. You got me. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, yeah, I got you. Definitely you, much better than the uh, than the last. The, just just the, the the silhouette of you know walk. I mean, all of it is just it's a it's an awesome poster. I love the tones and the colors. These kind it's, of like yeah. muted it's browns so and dark. greens. It's so dark. This poster just lets you know what kind of movie you're in for. I remember when this poster mm -hmm. dropped on Yahoo Movies because I was yeah. like waiting for this poster uh, and waiting for this movie. And I saw this and I was like, oh, my God, that is beautiful. Like, I, I love that poster. I love it. It's fantastic. I'm a big fan of it. I actually think this is my number yeah. three in the series, too. Yeah, it's a good one, man. Wow. I yeah, love it. Overlooked. People, the, the movie, too, you know, people kind of they don't talk about it as much, you know, whether they love the original remake or, or not. It's just, I don't know people don't talk about this movie as much, but yeah, it seems know, like, it. it seems like in my opinion, from what I see, it's either the original part two or the remake. Those are the three you'll see mentioned nine out of 10 times. And the and, funny thing is, right. I went and looked up reviews of this movie once because I wanted to see what the like, why was there this deep like chasm of like people not liking this movie? And most of the negative reviews simply revolved around, oh, it's so gory, it's so heartless, it's so mean, it's so dirty, it's so grimy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you what mean I like wanted. the first movie, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't want polished. I didn't want platinum dunes shoving their platinum dunes format down my throat. This was this is a platinum dunes movie that doesn't feel like a platinum dunes horror movie. Like right. I love this movie. Probably their best effort. Yeah, possibly. You know, I know this could be, be the, the, the first remake. You know, Tom, it's one of those things. I think a lot of people, when they look into the series and the title, may throw them off the beginning. They may not want to see what they think the movie is. Especially after seeing that yeah. movie come out a few years ago, the prequel Leatherface, right? Um, people didn't care for that. I think, movie. Yeah, people have that reaction. People have that reaction with a lot of like perceived origin stories, especially when it comes to horror, because there's so many bad ones, you know. So right, maybe they uh, they saw that and were kind of turned off. Okay, so there's a lot of positive reaction right now to the beginning poster, but let's head over to Elm Street. And see what they have going on. Freddy's Dead original theatrical poster. I don't know, Tommy. Look at this thing. 
Here's Freddy's dead. It's yeah, and I mean it's a good poster, but I kind of feel like it's a letdown from the previous uh Nightmare on Elm Street posters, just to be totally honest. And uh, if I'm picking, I would have to go with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it is a tough one. But like I said, uh I don't know. It's it's so different from the the other nightmare, you know, posters. And I just remember at the time it just not being as wild by it. But yeah. I really love the um, I really love this poster. I really love the Texas poster. Um I don't know, man. This is really tough. Gun to my head. I think I got to stick right here. I uh, really love that those those watercolor reds and the 3D effect of Freddy and the bus down there. I uh, I'm a sucker for it. What can I say? I mean, granted, I do have yeah. this on my wall. I have an original. <clears throat> and it's beautiful. That other poster's great, man. Let me tell you, it's a great poster. But uh, this one reels me in. I'm a sucker for it. I just love the the gimmicky 3D style poster. Freddy's dead. I got to stick with this one. I got to stick with Freddy on Freddy's Dead for this. Nick, I don't know. You're going to have to break this tie. And break this tie, I will. Unless I say I'm picking neither, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, look, this is the last arguably great nightmare poster, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, I, I do, I, and I wouldn't even say this is one of my favorites, but I do think it's very effective. Um, but I'm going to beginning because I just, for me with the Freddy's dead poster, as cool as it is, um, I just feel like the beginning is, it just is absolutely emblematic of what you're about to see. Uh, it gives you that foreboding dark feeling. Um, it's just, it's oh my god! I love that freaking poster, man. It's a good I, one. It's good. Yeah, I'm going the beginning, mm. but I do like Freddy's Dead's poster. I will say that. I, you know, and I, I to, to 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 comment on what Tommy's saying. What, the thing about it, too, you're right. It is different from the series, and I think that was probably done purposefully because this was supposed to represent. This is the end. This is going to be a different thing. Um, right. I, 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 I hear the, the, the comments. I just, uh, something about this weird blood watercolor sky and it's like Freddy's popping through this dimension and, uh, I don't know. I'm a sucker, man. I like the look of Freddy I on the poster. It. It's a good, it's a good one. And, uh, I, I never really noticed this till I actually got the theater poster, uh, from a seller that brought me these uh, Elm street standees I have was seeing the bus down there and all. And it looks really cool when you can see it. Well, obviously this picture is small, but there are some really cool details down there that when you're able to see it properly, it's like, Oh wow, look at all that down there. That's really cool. So, uh, you know, it's a close one for me, but damn it. I got to stick with my boy. Got to stick with my boy, but, uh, let's see where we're heading next. Texas. What's on the next docket for texas uh texas chainsaw 3d yeah oh here we go original 
theatrical poster. I don't know what to expect here. What is the original theatrical poster? It's garbage. <laughs> Am I looking at it right now? Yes, you are. Yeah. All right. Well, I've Nick's n- giving never, his opinion on it. I never liked the look of Leatherface in this movie. I thought the mask was always, it looked so fake. Okay. There, th- that mm-hmm. does not look like a human face. Um, and so, so what really is there? Well, look at this chainsaw coming out at you in 3D. Okay. But hasn't the franchise already done this before? And Leatherface with the chainsaw being the prominent thing in the poster. I just, and there's no color in the background at all. There's nothing going on. So you just have this kind of crappy look of Leatherface and a chainsaw. I just, I never liked that poster. It is a little bit muted. I like the look of uh, Leather in that movie, man. I think it, the movie's silly. I thought he looked a little silly. His face did look I like... I have a uh, blast with the movie. It's fun. I just... Yeah, I never liked I always, the poster. I always thought his mask looked like petrified wood in the movie. <laughs> you know? Like, it had, like, this almost, like, fossilized hard wood look. I guess the reason I have a problem with that and rewatching it the other night is he literally cuts the cop's face off and immediately puts it, it looks on. Like, it looks, looks like it's like 300 years old. I'm, right, I'm like, yeah. come on. Like, You're I right on that one. I, I still like the way it looks, but this poster, uh, I mean, hell, you got to shine a light on it, Tommy, just to see what the hell mm-hmm. is going on. Right. It's just blah. It's like so many other posters, you know, of, of the time. Even if this was shot about, you know, 60 miles down the road, but uh, still, I just, yeah, it's boring. Welcome to Texas. Well, Tommy, <laughs> I don't think that, uh, I think this is going to be picking the lesser of two evils, quite frankly. Let's look at New Nightmare's original theatrical yeah. poster. Yes, it will be. Let's have a look here. Let's see what we got going on. Actually, I don't know, Christian. I, I don't think this is a bad poster. This is the confusion I'm getting. Is this the original theatrical poster, or is That's it what, this? I've always thought it was that. The first, not that one, the other one. This one, right? Yeah. Tommy, a little too straightforward, maybe? Um, I don't know if that's where I put it. It is kind of straightforward. It is like another one that it's of the time that, you know, that kind of close to mid when did this come out 90 i think it's four four or five something like that yeah Yeah, that kind of mid 90s look but uh i do like the color uh some good reds in there yeah yeah but yeah it's another one where it's just kind of eh (laughs) you know what i mean it's so yeah um i i like it better than the chainsaw poster but uh yeah, like you said, it's picking the the list of two evils, and uh, I think I'd have to go with this for sure. Hmm. Nick, do you have an answer yet? I'm still kind of deciding. It's it's new nightmare, and it's simply just because I love the colors, and I actually like the way Freddy looks. Uh, I think as the demon. Uh, I, I've always thought that was a pretty good look for what they were mm. going for. Um, if you were going for that look as just the the burn victim, Freddy, I, I don't know. I feel like that might be a little over the top. But in this movie, he's a demon uh, in its purest form, essentially. So I always liked that look. Um, yeah. So I, mm. I go with New Nightmare here. Yeah, we're looks like we're sweeping again. I mean... I don't know. I just feel that Texas Chainsaw, if we can get a 
get another look at it. I feel it's just kind of uh it's too dark. Yep. You and know? and I let let us never forget. I'm still shocked to this day. That movie opened with 21 million dollars in the US on its opening weekend and was number 1. After that, <laughs> it fell off the hardest cliff I've ever seen. I mean, I remember the headlines when that movie came out. Texas Chainsaw is number one at the box office. People are like, holy crap, like this movie went number one and it just tanked after that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't know why. I just always think about that when I think about this movie because I. I think we lost you, Nick. But I, I tell you what, I was there <laughs> opening weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> I was there. I can't hear you, Nick. Uh, so Tommy, it yes. looks like it's a clean sweep. You know, we're plugged yeah. my mic. Sorry, guys, by accident when I was throwing my hand around and <laughs> yeah. So, um, Nick, you were saying though it had a uh, well, how, how many millions? It, how it many millions 21. did we fall off? It week. was twenty-one million um, opening weekend. And I think it finished its U.S. run with thirty-five. Oh wow! Um, wow. So it the fans just... went to go see the movie, and then nobody else, basically. Yep. Yep. Hey, I was there opening weekend, Nick. So was I, man. And and my theater was, like, packed. I was like, wow, this is cool, man. Like, hey, everybody's out here to see Leatherface. And then it just... Now, Nick, um, I got to take you to task for just a second. Oh, Christ. You, you said that you thought that the... We're pretty much done with the good Elm Street posters, and I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I think no, we, I, there's I, one I just, that's pretty good. There, there's a reason we're going to get that. to. I, 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 yeah, I forgot we were including a certain movie. I'm not referring <laughs> to that, but we'll get there. Oh, 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 what I meant was I know what the you meant. consensus. Good, Whoa. that doesn't mean I don't like a certain poster, I just meant the consensus. I can't wait to defend something again right, well, that so many people hate to hear me defend. <laughs> Leatherface 2017. I guess we can have to just look up whatever the DVD art is because this movie did not really go it, theatrically. No, and it sucks. See what this comes post, up. This poster sucks, Christian. I don't know, Tommy. What are we looking at here, man? That's, that's what they gave us. Does yeah. that excite you, Tommy? What do you think? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. It looks like a movie you'd like, see at Dollar General for one dollar. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And <sighs> consider after seeing it, uh it probably you'd be paying too much Should've for been, a dollar. Yeah, not a dollar. Now, now, Tommy, I know we're supposed to just be commenting on posters, but uh, right. because you're here and I haven't been able to talk to you too much, I mean what was your what happened with Leatherface? What what do you think went wrong with that movie? I don't know. I don't know if they wanted to do something super cool and different. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody should have told them to stop. And uh, But yeah, I don't know. It was just bad. Mm. Nick, so no compliments on the Leatherface poster. Get that shit off my screen. <laughs> All right. You heard him. Let's move on. <laughs> this is going to be another clean sweep. All right, Tommy, Freddy versus Jason, our original theatrical poster. Let's see what we're working with. I was telling Nick this last time, uh, Tommy. I think people 
when they think Freddy vs. Jason, they probably think of this image right here. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what everybody saw when they bought the movie. But this is the original poster. It's more of a black with the uh, same kind of style, but you know, this is this is it right here. What are you what are you thinking? I love it. I mean, you know, especially you know, when I first saw it, because I mean it's Freddy versus Jason, you know what I mean? Before I saw the movie, it's like this is what people have been waiting for forever. And uh yeah, to it's not, you know, there's nothing flashy about it, but it's it's Freddie and Jason together, you know, on a poster. And uh I don't it's tough to have like a good um to say anything about like the aesthetic or any of that stuff because it's kind I'm kind of biased just because from seeing it that first time, you know what I mean? <laughs> that right. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I love it. You, you know what I think they did right, Tommy? What's that? They didn't put anybody on that poster except those two. Right. Yeah. They didn't bog it down with other characters because this was pretty simple. Uh, you know, symbolic of the time. You know, you know the the scream. Uh, the scream wave really lasted a, a pretty good while, and we're we're kind of in the post limbo era right here. But poster wise. You know, we were still seeing that kind of stuff. Right. And thankfully, they didn't do that here. They 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 named the movie Freddy vs. Jason, and they only put those two on there. I got to be honest, yeah, exactly. I really do like that blue tint that w- you would see on the home video. But uh, as far as a poster goes, I think this one uh, does a pretty good job. It leaves you wanting more. You get to see a little bit of each of them on the poster, and it's you can tell they're going to fight. So may not be the movie people expected when they watched it based on the poster at the same time, I guess. So in a way, just depends on how the movie had in your head. But I mean, Nick, we've we've already talked about this film a little bit from the from the previous Friday episode. But you you, you like this poster. I do. And uh, so obviously I'm picking this over Leatherface. And I'm the only thing I want to say about this movie that I didn't touch on in the last episode. and And I should say it. And it's it's pertinent to the poster in our lives as horror fans. There are certain events that take the world by storm and we've experienced a handful of them in our genre. Um, the conjuring and how that became like a massive global phenomenon. It, um, and it chapter two, those were massive Halloween, 2018, Freddie versus Jason movies like that, that seep into the mainstream that grab people that don't normally watch movies like this. This movie did that. And the poster was so effective in bringing those people here and making it the event it was. Cause yes, they're facing off, but to have that literally be your poster, no one else, not, not even like credits on there. Like you mm. get with a typical poster. It is just very focused. Freddie and Jason are going to fight. Come watch the movie. Um, and although, uh, you know, we've talked about it. Neither one of us are big fans of the movie uh, all these years later, but um, that, that's damn effective. So, Freddie versus Jason. Clean sweep for Freddie versus Jason. Uh, poor Leatherface, but at the same time, guys, I mean, y'all, y'all got to, I mean, y'all got to do a little bit better. Um, you know, before we get to the grand finale, which is going to be Nightmare on Shoot the remake versus, uh, what do we have after that? The new Texas Chainsaw. 
the new Texas Chainsaw. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. We're gonna, that's, that's what I was going to say. All right. Uh, so, Tommy, let, before we get to there, I mean, Tommy, we got, we got a new Texas Chainsaw movie coming out. What's going through your mind? Are you ready for the new Texas Chainsaw on Netflix? Um, I mean, I'm always willing. Anytime there's anything new from any of these, like, major franchises, I'm always going to watch. I mean, I keep an open mind and just see what happens. You know, you never know when. Something's gonna be good, and something's gonna surprise you. But you know, we'll see what happens. Now, I don't want to spoil it. If you if you're going into this movie blind, I'll respect that. But did you watch the trailer for the movie or anything like that? Um, I haven't yet because I have kind of tried to want to. You know, I, I, I saw the poster uh, that they released. Uh, was it last week? Week before? I can't remember. But right. uh, that's really all I've seen. And that's fine. That's why I asked because I didn't want to get if you didn't. I didn't want to ask you your thoughts on what we saw in the trailer if you didn't see it. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, I know me and Nick have watched the trailer probably a couple times. We've discussed it at length. Uh, but today we're going to be looking at some posters, and uh, this is actually going to be an interesting one. So let's get going. Uh, let's go to Freddy first. Nightmare on Elm Street, twenty ten, original theatrical poster. And uh, Tommy, this is what we're working with right here. Uh, Tommy, I, if you don't mind me saying, I don't think this poster's half bad. I kind of yeah. like. It. No, I agree. The only thing is, is the face. You know, when you see that, and it's not the Freddy you know. But that's that has nothing to do with the poster and the design of the poster. That's just you know the actor. But I don't. I, yeah, it's not a bad poster. It's not not at all. I remember seeing this uh, in the movie theater. And uh, I believe it might have been around the time I watched Friday, the 13th or something. And uh, I saw coming soon in the hall or something. I just remember, it may not have been Friday. I just remember seeing the coming soon wall in the theater and seeing that. And I was like, oh, wow, that's creepy. I love the angle of uh, Freddy. You get this really cool. And my, my friend Devin, who was a photographer, used to show me these tricks of, of shining light behind what you're shooting to give it this more hyper-focus on what you're supposed to be looking at in the picture. And we could see that's going on here. There's a bright light behind Freddy. I don't know, Nick. I think this is a pretty damn good poster. I mean, what do you think? It is. Just like I think it is a pretty not-that-bad movie, but that's a conversation for another day. Um yeah, yeah, no. When I said that uh, it would be the end of like the good Elm Street posters, I just meant in the consensus of everybody else because I definitely didn't expect to. I definitely didn't expect to uh, have other people agree about this poster. I thought I was going to be on an island. Uh, I really <laughs> like this poster. I actually have it. I just don't have it framed, but I do have it rolled up in my closet because I used to have it on my wall years and years ago. Uh, I've always liked the poster. Always liked it. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, a modern poster done well. They they got the tone set properly. They got a good shot of Freddy, but it's still a mystery. Who 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 is this Freddy? You know, you kind of get this little smirk, but you don't know his. You can't see his face. You see the glove and the claw. I mean, they did a. I thought they did a pretty damn good job here. So I mean, what can I say? Anyway, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Tommy, they finally just called the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre again. No weird titles. To be, or... I think after the the new Halloween, I think that's kind of the trend now, I guess. 
All right, Tommy, this is what we're working with. Um, I don't know. I don't think this is half bad either. Uh, if I, if you guys don't mind me commenting, I think that this poster does a pretty good job of be doing a modern poster, but you know, potentially matching matching some kind of uh, you know tone of the film. I, I mean, based on the trailer I saw and what I'm seeing here, I, I think this is actually a pretty clever poster with the way that the light from the sun is supposed to block Leatherface a little bit. You still see him. But this Leatherface, Tommy, this Leatherface is hiding. And this other, this is a Leatherface that may be popping out at you in this film. And I don't know. I think they did a pretty good job here. I mean, it's certainly a step up from Leatherface, the previous poster, right? Yeah. And like you said, Leatherface kind of, if you just glance at the poster, you almost don't see him at all. You know, and I think that's really cool the way he kind of blends in. I'm interested to see. I've uh, I've seen a couple screenshots. I've seen, you know, the thing that was going around uh, Twitter where they talked about kind of comparing the color tones to, like, what they did with Halloween. So I'm interested to see, see the movie. But, I, I mean, this poster definitely, you know, it, it piques my interest. And it hypes you up makes, a little bit. Right, yeah. I mean, Nick, where are you sitting at with this post? You probably think this one's a little bit better than Leatherface, huh? It's better than Leatherface, <laughs> but I, I I don't know what it is. I mean, I feel like the sun kind of blurring him out a little bit is creepy. And the reason I keep turning to my left is because I have my laptop screen up and I can see these posters better when you pull them up. So right. don't, don't worry, I'm paying attention. I just I figured that's what you're doing. <clears throat> I'm. You know, as I look at it, I'm like, you know, the, the sun blurring him out kind of that. That's cool. But two things. I I like the shot in the theater in the trailer of him in the sunflower field. I think that's really cool. But highlighting it in the poster, I just feel like that's kind of weird in Texas. Like I don't know. Like to be the poster, like, oh, he's frolicking through the sunflowers. Like uh, whatever, not a big deal, but you know, it's just kind of weird. But I'll just go ahead and say I'm going nightmare. And solely because I think that that nightmare poster is more cinematic. Um, and I think it is creepy. I, I just think it is creepy. Leatherface does look good here for sure. But you look at this poster and you look at nightmare side by side. I only, I, I in my opinion, only one of those posters gives you a little bit of feeling under your skin. Like, ah, oh, that's a, uh, this might, this might be creepy. So, I'm going nightmare. Tommy, where are you sitting on this right now? Yeah, um, this looking looking at this, and I do like this poster, but at the same time, parts of it do almost look like they took a frame from the movie and then threw the the title on it. So it's almost yeah. not. But uh, but I like the shot. I do a lot. Like I said, I love the way the sun, you know, uh, kind of obscures. Leatherface's face, but I I have to agree. Uh, Nightmare would probably be my pick, just because it it and it looks more like a movie poster. So yeah, yeah you I can tell it's from Nightmare. a photo shoot. Yeah, like you just right, made a good yeah, point that yeah. I couldn't really put my finger on. This does look like a frame from the movie, whereas that one looks like a damn. They made that was a photo shoot for that poster, and that's why it looks so cinematic and right. like grabs you. Hmm. All right, so we got two for Elm Street. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to agree, although I really want to give 
credit to this poster. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's really clever to have that sun block out leather a little bit. And to me, when I look at this poster, if I, ha- if I saw nothing, if I didn't see a trailer and I looked at this poster, at first glance, I remember at, when I first saw the poster, I was like, what is so special? Oh, oh there he is. And I thought, okay, this is the leather face that's going to be sneaky. This one's going to be popping out at people in the movie. And uh, I that's very sim- uh, symbolic to me. So I think for this type of poster, for lack of a better term, because I don't know this. Will, I mean, I'm sure fans may get this thing printed up because they, they may want to have it on their wall or something. But obviously, it's a Netflix movie, so this isn't going to be in theaters, this poster. But for what it is, I think it's pretty damn good, especially for like the photograph or, you know, uh, a screenshot from the film. I think it's pretty. I lo- I hope this is a screenshot from the, fr- from the film, uh, quite frankly. But uh, yeah, the Elm Street 2010 poster, I'm a big fan of the of that. I thought they did a really, really good job. Uh, mm-hmm. It's tough. If I had to, you know, ranking the, the remake posters between, you know, Halloween, uh, Friday and, and Elm Street, uh, that would be pretty hard because th- despite my thoughts on some of the films, etc., I think all those remake posters for those guys were pretty good, especially the Friday poster. I love that Friday poster, but I think the Elm Street one is damn good. So I'm I'm going with Elm Street 2010. That's a damn good poster. Mm-hmm. Clean sweep to finish her off. Yeah. So Tommy, uh, I I don't think I picked that many Texas Chainsaws. Quite frankly, I think I picked Leatherface. I think I picked. Uh, I think I picked Leatherface. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> think I. I think that's the only Texas Chainsaw I picked. Yeah, I picked, uh, yeah, the same. I think I picked the beginning, and that might be it, actually. Yeah, I think so, and I know Nick picked the original. And the beginning. And the beginning. So, uh, needless to say, we probably all feel that the Elm Street series, uh, uh, for more times than not, uh, got it right with uh, their posters. Just like I think the 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 series itself, movie wise, is probably better overall. Nightmare than the opinion. than the Texas franchise. Yeah, for saying? sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I I feel I feel like I, I should comment, but uh, because I don't think anybody would take me seriously. But I I do agree. I think pound for pound, um. You know, I, I besides besides Texas Chainsaw, I would probably have to throw Freddy's Revenge up against any of those entries in the mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw series after that and probably come out picking Freddy's Revenge over all of them. So, I mean, just from that standpoint, for me, I mean, I got to go at Elm Street. Dream Warriors and Dream Master. I mean, what what a uh, special, special effects extravaganza. I mean, uh, you're right. I, I don't need to talk about how much I love this franchise. I do it all the time, but um, what a great time for horror movie posters, man. I mean, mm-hmm. the beautiful works of art. I just miss this era so much. This is why I love doing these episodes about posters. It's uh, a passion of mine. You know, last week, Tommy, uh, well, before we end the episode too, last week we picked the absolute worst poster of the series of the, of the show from all the ones we've talked about and you're and what we think the absolute best poster is. Uh, so I guess we should go there now while I'm thinking about it. Tommy, you want to take a few minutes and go to yeah. your last? I'll let, I'll let yeah, Nick go I'm first. Think about Nick, where are you sitting with the absolute worst? 
Worst is Leatherface from 2017, hands down. Best, Demon Fred, the man of your dreams, Freddy's Revenge. Freddy's Revenge, huh? Nice, that's a good yes, pick. Uh, I would agree. I think that Leatherface is the worst poster out of all of them, and uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think that Freddy's Revenge is the best poster out of the bunch. They uh, There's this weirdness to part two, man. I'm telling you, when I look at it, it's uh even when you see them in, in in order with the rest of the movies and you look at part two, you say to yourself, that that one's a little off. There's something about that poster that's like this movie's different. It doesn't yeah. have this doesn't have the same feel that three and four look like they've got this feel. And part one has that classic first movie. But part two, there's something about that one. I don't trust that movie. So, yeah, I got to go with part two for Freddy's Revenge. I think they they. I think the artist nailed it for that one. Uh, but Leatherface 2017 proudly uh, leaps and bounds is the worst poster right. yeah. out of all of them. What do you think, Tommy? You think you got it figured out? Yeah, definitely Leatherface for the worst, no doubt about it. And I'm I'm going to have to go uh, Dream Warriors. It's just, you know, I know it's kind of cliche. It's everybody's pick, but that's mine. A great image, man. I mean, let's look at it again. I mean, uh, again with those shades of blue too. I mean, uh, right. I think part five shades of blue are a little bit more detail, and the artists probably look like they got more experience as time went on. But uh, they did a killer job here, man. But I will say with two, it looks like they gave they set the artist down before he, you know, created the cover, gave him some like psychedelic mushrooms, and had him watch the movie. <laughs> And then do the the painting, because yeah, I mean it. Everything makes sense if you've seen the movie The Bird and all of that. But it's if you see it outside of that, it's like, what is what? This, what am I looking know? at here? Right, there's something weird. It's like that. That poster is Viagra. Like <laughs> I look at that poster and I'm like, yeah, right. I don't know, man. And, and look how good they did the likeness of uh, Kim, the girl in the movie. I mean, that's yeah. her in the movie. I mean. Let, let's compare Nancy's for part one. I mean, that's a, that's a decent resemblance of, of Heather. I mean, it's not exactly spitting image, but I mean, Tommy, that's Kim from the movie. Yeah. To a T. Mark Patton, it looks like a more, and obviously now we know that Mark was, was a gay actor or is a gay man. He wasn't just a gay actor. Uh, they, they certainly masculine, what's the word I'm looking for? Masculinized him a little bit in this poster. I guess is the yeah, word. they made him look yeah, a little well, bit more manly. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, his hands look that massive. His hand looks on, on uh, his arms seem like yeah. they might, they're super long. Yeah. But uh, the, uh, it's shocking how close the artist got Kim on that. Po- I mean, literally, mm-hmm. 99.9 maybe even 100% her likeness in the face it's incredible i mean some of the closest resemblance i've ever seen in a painting quite frankly you know mm-hmm. i don't know so, man that is yeah looking at it now i know it's a dream wars but yeah this is an amazing poster <laughs> Look at you got the, the the towel on uh the bath towel on the uh yeah. the rack right there. <laughs> Shaving cream. Mm-hmm. What a poster. Uh Tommy, so since we have you here, let's end it with this a little something fun. So last week we did Halloween versus Friday the 13th. 
off memory, can you tell me what you think your favorite Halloween poster would be? Or I mean, excuse me, between those two franchises, uh, do you think you could think real quick on what do you think the best poster would be from those from those two franchises? What, what do you think the overall best was? For reference, if you want an idea, Nick actually picked uh, the original Halloween as being the, the greatest poster of all those. And actually, yeah. part two with the skeleton pumpkin. I'm a big fan of the skeleton pumpkin. But Friday has some great posters, too. You talk about Jason Takes Manhattan. What a legendary mm-hmm. poster. Uh, the New Blood, Jason Lives. I'm sure you're familiar with that beautiful blue with the tombstone. Uh, right. what, was your, what do you have a standout from there? For uh, Friday, I think it is uh, part six. I think I'm going to go with that. Uh, Jason Lives. Yeah. Um, and Halloween, like the first two, I like both of them. But the first, it's just so it's simple, but it's I don't know. It's it right. Just the simplicity of it and what it means for horror. But yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with that. But there I see you what go. you mean about the second one, as far as you know, the skeleton uh, the skull, the, Yeah, the skeleton book. Yeah, but I think the first one. I think I'm gonna have to go with that for sure. There you go. Well, Tommy, what do you think about uh, horror posters? What do you want to tell the people? I mean, how how important were horror, the, was the poster to you in uh, your youth and, and getting into horror? I mean, it had to be a huge part of what made you decide to watch a movie. Absolutely. And, I mean, there are works of art, especially back then as a kid growing up in the, in the 80s, you know, in, in the early 90s. There are works of art that draw you in and uh, covers – aren't quite the same today, but they, they still do the same thing. They're still going to draw you in. If it's a great cover, you'll watch a movie that is not very good, <laughs> but if a cover is great, it's going to draw you in. You're going to watch it anyway at times, especially, well, when you had, when we were talking about rentals, when you didn't have the ability to watch any trailer you wanted to watch at any time, you know, you go to a rental store and you're walking down that aisle and you see the covers, you know, it's, if it's got a great cover, which sometimes is the same as the movie poster and it draws you in, then, you know, that's what you're going to watch. Mm. And uh, sometimes they'd reel you in with a good cover and then that movie. Exactly. Would... <laughs> you, know, you know where all their budget went for sure. So, uh, Tommy, would you call that? What do you call it nowadays when people make thumbnails that are uh, ridiculous and the videos are not exactly honest? What's the term that they call it uh, they have for that now? Clickbait. Is that yeah, was that clickbait. the so was that the original clickbait? Right, <laughs> Nick, you've been clickbaited before in the movie theater, huh? Mm-hmm. Or the movie at the, the rental store? Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Some badass posters and some shit movies. I mean, I I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but But you I respect to... the hustle back then because that, <laughs> that was the name of the game. I do, you know. Yes. Yeah. Right. Especially in the, the market for that time was so oversaturated. You know, there were so exactly. many of these movies, so you really wanted to stand out. So I get it. I mean, nowadays, yeah. I feel like even in the not, not not even necessarily, Tommy, just the, the, the movie genre business, you know, but even in a poster business, it seems like let's see what worked. Let's see what's popular uh, and do it. Oh yeah. Even I mean, even Scream even Scream kind of did that for a minute. I mean, there the, there's this image that that really that the, the 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 promo poster for Scream, the new movie, they basically did Halloween or Halloween Kills. They put a close up right. shot of of Ghostface with a blade, 
And then they switched gears pretty quick. And then when they put out the new, the, the actual theatrical poster for the movie, they did like the cast on a, on the front of everything. But they even kind of turned that on its head. So, but it seems Tommy like whatever's popular nowadays, whatever sets the trend, it gets copied, and that seems to be happening with posters nowadays too. I mean, what, yeah. what happened I mean, with it, originality, yeah. man? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, the studios they're trying, and especially now when when things are so different. You know, with it's difficult to, you know, especially after COVID and stuff like that, they're going to do everything they can to to lure people in. And they're not the people who are making the decisions aren't the the artists. They're not the you know they don't have original ideas, so they're just trying to do what what's already worked in their mind. You know, so they're just going to go after that. Yeah, I mean, Nick, do you think that Halloween probably is pretty responsible for? what we're going to see going forward with this trend of not only just movies doing this uh, requel thing, but even the posters for God's sakes, it seems like they're, they're doing the posters that Halloween's doing. Yeah. It's what worked. So until it doesn't work anymore, they're, they're going to use them. Got another train by time. It's like, I don't even, I don't even notice it now until you say something. You know what? I think people are going to appreciate the train because it's a homey touch to this episode. Yes. Right. Something like that. Yep. All that. right. Well, this was another fun episode. We had a few bumps in the road, but you know what? I think those usually make those episodes the best. There's a little bit of an authentic feel to them. But me and Nick have been doing this a while now. We're in the 30s on, on this show, so we, we figure out how to keep the show flowing when a hiccup happens. And uh, I don't think this episode requires any edit, edit any editing, Tommy. I think... Uh, we were covered nicely whenever we lost you for a second or when right. Nick goes goes on his rants and pulls his damn cable out of his uh, microphone. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I want to say, Tommy, I mean, it's thrilling. Uh, I'm so glad to have you on the show, man. It's been a while. We've been keeping in touch. But, uh, I mean, I know the audience misses you. The, the CHH true fans, they know who you are. And I uh, know that they're probably really, really happy to see you back on the show, man. I hope so. I mean, I hope to to do this a lot more now. Oh, absolutely. So, We'd love to have you back, man. Um, yeah, man. It was a pleasure. It was nice meeting you uh, and talking to you. Me and, too, uh, man. Absolutely. You know, I enjoyed it. So, Same. Nick, I don't, I don't know where we're going from here, Nick. Um, I think we'll probably take a take put a bow on the poster edition for now. Yeah. Uh, who knows where we're going next? I know we're working on things. We always have things we're working on, but uh, if they don't happen, they don't happen. But uh, yeah, um, there's a few of those things that are that are touch and go. Um, you know, Sean, uh, as you guys know, we, we're trying to get Sean Clark back on. He's got a lot going on right now, so um, he hasn't really been very active on his own channel, uh, let alone being on the podcast. And I totally understand. Um, so you know, when we can get Sean, we'll get Sean. I've reached out to a couple people um, in the industry, still working to get Timo Voronsola. I found out the reason why is he's shooting another movie right now. Um, he's shooting an action movie in um, Helsinki. And uh, he actually messaged me back the other night and was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to leave you hanging. I'm, I'm currently shooting a project. <clears throat> Basically, <clears throat> let's put a pin in it. I still want to do it. I just don't have the time right now. So, Working some things, but it might be a little bit before we reel in a fish like that. Um, but it'll happen. Was this the Jeepers Creepers director? Yes. 
Uh, yeah, we were. We, then, Nick was trying, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. that would have been really cool, but uh, well, I mean, he, Nick, said he, he said he still wants to. He just he's currently shooting a movie right now, so you know it doesn't. It's not practical, and I and I totally get it. I mean, we were speculating that maybe the studio were like, "Hey, man, don't be talking about this movie." He did, t- yeah, and he tweeted last night. Uh, he said, "For all the Jeepers fans that keep asking me, um, we're finishing up VFX on a few last shots. It's almost completely done." So, and then there's rumors that that is coming out in April. So, um, you know, I'm sure once that comes out, he'll be done filming his new project and then maybe coinciding with the release, we can have him on, you know, I think that that would, his schedule would be freed up by then. That'd be cool. So, Uh, you know, Nick, I wanted to say real quick, I meant to say this last week, but it was either room org or horror hound. One of the two magazines I got last week or so, they actually showed some still images from the movie and uh i gotta be honest they looked pretty damn good i mean some of those images look promising and the director said he's going back to the roots of the first movie yeah yeah no everything i've seen coming out of this movie has actually made me look forward to it when it was first announced i was kind of like oh this is gonna be some low budget piece of shit and uh believe it or not it looks like he's got the aesthetic down really good so i'm i'm actually mildly optimistic for this movie yeah, I don't think those original images that came out were very flattering, quite frankly. No. But, and, uh, you know, fingers crossed. And uh, I've also I, I reached out to uh, Andy Muschietti, director of It and It Chapter 2. And uh, he he got back to I've actually talked to Andy a couple times. He was the one that told me that they're they're actively trying to make a prequel to It, but he can't talk about it. Um Last night, he reached back out to me and said that he appreciate, like he would be honored, blah, blah, blah. But it seemed like corporate speak. He was like, you know, that'd be really cool. Um, I'm, you know, very busy right now because he's at, they, they just wrapped filming on The Flash not long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's deep in post on The Flash. And then obviously, since that's a comic book movie, you know, he's doing a ton of press junkets and a ton. I mean, a lot of that shit. So that might be a pipe dream but at least he took the time to reply to me and say that it is something he'd be open to so maybe one day well guys fingers crossed we'll get that stuff in the works and i know we want scout taylor compton that's like our you know, <laughs> guys <laughs> I, I, I want to i want to say i think this is a perfect way to end this scout is very active on instagram especially when it comes to her new podcast with danielle harris which is very racy and very um not kid friendly and it's a fun i listen. love it <laughs> yeah it's a fun listen but you if you tag her and stuff a lot of times she'll notice it and she'll post it to her story so if you guys want scout on unita like Christian and I want Scout on Unita. Reach out to her on Instagram, tag her, get the word out. Say, hey, I mean, because it could help build their podcast too. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, let's keep that train going of get Scout on Unita. Yeah, you heard him, guys. So let's work on that. Team effort. And don't Team tell effort. her she's like my number one crush of all time. Screw so. <laughs> we don't we don't want Rob Zombie or, or Sherry. We don't want that. We 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 really want scout more than anything i mean i would I love like, to have scout on here i would want to talk to her for like three hours yeah, uh, yeah. i mean she she is just she's delightful it'd be the same way with like danielle harris i'd love to have danielle i'd oh, love to have um these are some of these are pipe dreams i know but like 
Uh, John Carpenter would obviously be incredible. That would never happen. But uh, yes, Scout. When it comes to the Rob Zombie movies, Scout, Daniel Harris, or Tyler Maine. I would love to talk to any one of them. Oh, yeah. Just fantastic. So yeah, get the word out to Scout. Word out to Scout. Fingers crossed, guys. The podcast is doing good. It's growing. We are now on uh, Apple Podcasts, by the way. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, and we are on uh, Spotify. I could put us on Stitcher or these other weird third-party sites, but quite frankly, I don't know what else anybody else would be using besides that. And I think a lot of people use this YouTube for the podcast as well. So uh, we're getting out there. The The show's doing good. We're going to get these guests. It's a matter of time. So I uh, look forward to that. Uh, Tommy, it's great to have you back, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, it's great to see you doing good, man. Uh, just gr- good to have you back. Same, man. Hopefully I can uh, make it over sometime back to the horror room. And uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. Well, man, it's uh, it's been good. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the You Need a Horror Podcast. Uh, excuse the speed bumps along the way, but guess what? There's speed bumps in life, so that's all we're showing you is that uh, life ain't perfect. So we love you. We'll see you guys next time.